singing in here tonight. Let me tell y'all, tonight is going to be good, okay? It's going to be good, <laughs> all right? So tonight we are talking about Is She the Reason by NACO. Bring your energy, bring your questions. If you have not been in the chat this week with Glenda, you really missed out on some good shit, okay? <laughs> so we going to get that is something. I am Shaquana. And I am Patrice. And we are your hosts of the Black Girl Book Club podcast. The Black Girl Book Club podcast. The Black Girl Book Club podcast. Hey, all right, all right, all right. I got on my jacket today. Hey. With my patches on it. All right now. And we also have for you guys a special, a very special guest on with us tonight in LaCory's absence. She is still on maternity leave. And that is the Miss Glenda. <laughs> Glenda, where you at, girl? Yes, Glenda. In Brooklyn. In Glenda waiting on her theme. Was you waiting on me to start singing? Welcome to New York. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> So... We had Glenda's commentary on this book because she was just so passionate about it this week <laughs> in the chat that we needed to hear her voice needed to be heard. Okay, <laughs> on this discussion. Okay, it was, it was so tough that okay, I was up reading at three o'clock in the morning. Everybody was up reading at three o'clock in the morning and everybody was leaving voice, voice messages. I'm like, look, I'm in the bed beside my husband. I can't listen to these voice messages. I'm like, I'm going to have to type this stuff out. But it was, it was three o'clock in the morning. I'm like, everybody is up reading this book. Yes. It was good. Nako did her thing. If you're listening to this, if you hear this in the future, just know we appreciate you and your pen. It was really good. I was up. I had already read it. And I was up till three, four o'clock in the morning, two nights in a row, finishing this book. Okay. So we're going to get started. We probably going to go over. I'm going to warn y'all right now because it's a lot to discuss i almost was like do we need to do this for two weeks but we we're gonna get it all done today okay so we got to stay in the court y'all as much as we can we're gonna so, try we're gonna try <laughs> so i'm gonna tell y'all this is the opener that i want to do and i'll elaborate on this but i'm gonna tell y'all who i think is at fault for Kadeem's behavior, okay? And then I'll discuss it further. So the person that I think they got Kadeem out here being the most fuckboyish of the fuckboyish of them all is KK. <laughs> yeah. And I I'll agree. elaborate on that later. I don't but think anybody is going to beginning. That. Let's start at the beginning. Yeah. When the book first started off, I was in my feelings from like page you, one. You got out your feelings because I didn't. No, I'm just saying I was in them immediately. Like, you know, yeah. normally they warm you up to the feelings. She, she no, in your she feelings. Did, right from the jump. 
you and your feelings immediately. And the reason I was in my feelings is because Yara was going off to jail. And I just couldn't imagine it. She was going to prison, okay? Not for a day, not for a week, not for 10 days, not for a couple months. She was going to prison for 10 years. Can you say on the run? <laughs> Can you say you gonna have to take me down? I'm not going to jail. <laughs> I would have been like the Underground Railroad with one of them them sticks with a little bag on the back <laughs> and some cornbread <laughs> and fried chicken. <laughs> Name change. I would have North Star. Would have been all on the black web. Name change, new social security number, the whole nine. <laughs> yes, baby, ten years. This one can't do. <laughs> but I guess you know if you're gonna do the crime, you gotta think about the um time you might have to do for that crime. So she's going to prison, and she, her, and her husband Kadeem are both going to prison. But I guess she had to turn herself in a little earlier, a day or a couple mm-hmm. earlier than he did. So he is sending her off. So he is taking her to her prison to you know for her to check in and she is breaking down like she is having thoughts of i can't do this you know i thought i might have been able to but i can't um let's run she at the she at the jail door baby talking about let's run baby it's too late you should have been thinking about this last week a month ago okay look and then she came with a rolex on did she have on a fur? But she came. No, no she, she had, had on a diamond, diamond earrings. She had diamond. a Rolex. And they was like, what? what like, no. take that on. Homeboy took that off of her. Took on, come hey, on, lady come on with But it was just so, like, I was just so hurt. She was breaking down. They have three children. They have three daughters. She was like, I can't leave my babies. So what is y'all impression off top of everybody? So when I first started reading, I'm like, I don't like Charlie. Because she was like, just let her go. Let her go. He trying to, like, console her and stuff. We don't know. Charlie being rough. Like, she'll be... Y'all, y'all going on, y'all going in more. She was like, you know what? When we go on a, a over, when we, whenever we leave town, the middle daughter likes her bear. She was like, well, y'all going more than, but for overnight. So you need to get used to it. And the husband is like, can you just give her the freaking bear and stop right. making this hard? Right. Well, and so my, I didn't my like favorite was, it's only 10 years. Who said that? 10 years going to go by so fast. That was pissing me off. Yo, he was, every time he said that, I wanted to punch him in his throat. Like, wait a minute, wait a minute Glenda. Okay, at this point, we don't know what he did yet. So was you mad at him already? Or uh, are you speaking no. from like, late? Like, y'all I was wasn't talking, mad no. yet. Because no, the I next wasn't day, mad yet. he was going I was to just him. upset. Yeah, I was just upset that he kept saying it's only 10 years. You know, like, 10 but years. Glenda, on the other side of that, that's his wife. He got to protect her. He can't say that's a long ass motherfucking time. Like, he was like, you know, I, know, I know, I know. But I mean, still, so, he was making it seem like it was like nothing. And the whole time I'm reading, I'm like, is he okay? Later like, on, that was making me mad. But initially, I understood him telling her, just trying to play it down because they said that she got like whenever she was okay as long as there was a plan and she was knowing what was happening. But whenever something went off course, they was like, she would get riled up. Mm hmm. So I didn't like Charlie. I wasn't really feeling the brother either. I can't think of his name right off the top of my head because he was like, okay, we got to move this along too or whatever. 
And then Kadeem, I was, you know, I was liking him at this point because I'm like, okay, he's trying to console her. He was being very, you know, touchy-feely, you know, we're going to be all right. We're going to get through this. Get out your head. I felt you know, bad for him in the beginning because he went in the back of the car. He was crying. He was so emotional. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. So that's the beginning of the story. Okay. So then, so that's the, what is it called? Prelude? Mm-hmm. Prelude. Then, then they turn the corner. Then we go to present day. So that was 10 years ago. Okay. That's how the book starts. She give you that little bit. Okay. So then, and um, they was selling drugs or whatever, of course, um, back in the day. So, and that's why they was going to jail. So fast forward, she finna get out of jail. So it's been 10 years now, okay? And a lot has happened in this 10 years. Now, this is when the claws come out. This is when everybody got their bets going to Kadeem's house to <laughs> knock him down. My claws were out at this point. So Yara is coming home, thank God. And Kadeem is getting ready to go and pick her up from prison. And so Kadeem is talking, he's um, having conversations with this young lady called, say, say Glenda. Camilla, like Camilla Harris. Say, Harris. Say, Harris. Harris. say it. Oh, Camilla. Black <laughs> 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 girl magic. <laughs> Anywho, oh, well, all her so, black girl magic. Okay, so he is talking to this young lady and they are talking about a wedding and getting married. So Yara and supposedly Kadeem been in jail for 10 years, but all of a sudden he got a woman that he's going to get ready to marry. Okay, so that's not the worst part of it. <laughs> he's not only engaged. But, and I mean, like she, this out the gate, like at the beginning of the book, I'm like, what else can happen after this? And so this is what happened. Kadeem went to jail for one year. Okay. And then he got out of jail on a technicality. Okay. Yara did her full 10 year sentence while her husband was out free for nine years. That ain't even the worst part of it. He's engaged. He been out of jail for nine years. He never really did no fucking time, okay? He was the head of whatever she was doing, but she ended up getting more time to him, than him. So the worst part of it is she thinks that he's been in prison for the whole 10 years. She don't know that he been out of jail this whole fucking time okay, so, so can i just stop I you and, 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 and this is what i call him bitch ass nigga okay fuck ass nigga okay punk ass Ooh. nigga what Ooh. all of that <laughs> let him know sis let him know yo. i'm like you Ooh, my brooklyn punk. girl came out i said nigga say what and okay so okay on one hand it's like if he would have told her that that may have made her sentence worse. Do y'all think it was say, any so, excuse for him not telling her? That, you know what? I feel like he should have told her. He made her babies lie to her. But the biggest part is soon after he got out, he meets Kamala. And Kamala, like, and so the way he tell Kamala is Kamala wrong too, because this dude is married. Mm-hmm. And you know that she don't know what's going on. She says, are you going to tell her about me? He just like, 
Can oh, I wait, y'all, can this? I do the mic drop? Can okay, I do the go mic ahead. drop? Go ahead, do the mic drop. Pamela is his lawyer, was his a lawyer's intern. So this chick knew that he was married. His wife was doing 10 years. Like, that whole... I, I'm trying to use nice words on here, y'all, because I don't want y'all to get cut off like I was in our chat. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. So this all that was black girl bullshit magic. The, mm-hmm. the lady that he... The young lady that he about to get ready to marry. The hoe. Not the hoe. She's not a young lady. <laughs> the hoe that he's about to marry, the punta, was their lawyers, the lawyer, where they end up getting these 10 years, their intern. So they had been, you know, she helped them with the case. She was, she was in their, in their home. home, around their children, and she did have a crush on him. Yes, she, she did, did have a crush on him. It's a cold, cold world sure already, y'all. This is a and you know what? What world. I didn't understand with her is she looked at Yara like she was a pitiful criminal, but she did yes. not look at Kadeem in that way. Was it Kadeem? Yeah, she didn't look at Kadeem in that way. She was like, well, this is the bed she made. This is what she should lay in. And she looked negatively at this girl, at, at Yara, but she didn't, she didn't look at him in that way. I'm like, how so? Mm. She treated her nasty. She treated her nasty, you know, because Yara, my Yara's my best friend, y'all. She's my best friend. You know, I had to rock best on my friend. New York. That's my bestie. She thought back. You know how you sit there and you think back, you rewind the time in your mind. And she was like, at first she came into my home, she was nice. Then after mm-hmm. a while, she started getting real nasty with me, real snippy. She like she sure. didn't have no compassion. Do y'all think that they was messing around? No. No. I don't. Not during the case? Not at that time. No. I don't even think he was noticing her. I think in his mind that he was in love with his woman, but I think he was stressed out because they both were getting ready to do 10 years because the one year he did not know. So he stressed out. They both getting ready to do 10 years. They didn't lost all of their money is locked up and all of this. So I think that he wasn't even thinking about that girl. I think it truly happened later, but of course it doesn't look that way. Right. You okay. Know, I, and me, my opinion is I don't think he was thinking about um my bestie neither. I think he was thinking about all the money that he lost, that he was losing. Mm-hmm. And remember, they wasn't in a good space anyway. Mm-hmm. In a marriage. Okay, so Yara is coming home for prison after being in prison for 10 years. She had to come home. Her daughters or one of them is grown, and then the other ones are teenagers. Um one is 14 and maybe one is she's got one is a senior in high school and one is that's 14 years old so one is like eighth grade one of them is a senior in high school and the other one is like 21 she uh is in school while yara and kadeem were supposed to be away kadeem's mother who's a big part of the story her name is charlie she was responsible for raising the girls while they were away okay he was supposed to have been away for 10 years so she was supposed to have them for 10 years years. but he got out of jail after one year and guess what she still ended up raising them for those next nine years what was crazy is charlie had never been to his house that's she, what I she, was saying. Charlie too. went to his house and was like, "You got five bedrooms. Why they don't live with you?" We and, and his kids looking Boy, like he no know one bathroom. No right. pictures of the kids in his house. Nothing. Just him and Miss Um Bougie Betty. 
Mm-hmm. Right. And so like, I don't want to get too far, but anyway, so we get to the point where he is going to get her. He got to get on a plane to go and to pick her up. And so he gets to pick her up. He loves, he loves Kamala. He don't want to be unfaithful to her. He want to be true to her. Oh. He is looking forward to getting married and being engaged. He's looking well, forward to all of this. And so the thing is, he's worried. He was like, he said one year turned into three years, turned into seven years. Next thing you know, everything changed. Like it happened turned just into like bullshit that. and more bullshit and more bullshit <laughs> and more bullshit and more lies and more lies. And so he goes to pick her up. And so he's sitting in the car, smoking a blunt, stressed out. She is waiting outside of the freaking jail for 30 minutes after I did 10 years for you, 10 years? And he couldn't even get out the car to see if she was there. He was in the back of the truck smoking a blunt and she waiting outside. So finally she come and knock on the window. He grabbed his gun because she didn't startle him. She And then he rolls the window down, not open the door, rolls the window down. She was like, hey, I, she said, I've been out here for 30 minutes. And then I'm looking at this truck and I'm like, that's probably him fucking asshole Excuse y'all me. help me because i was freaking pissed and she then he looking at her he looking at her she like um can i get a hug like yo your wife she just said, did 10 years and she gotta ask you for a fucking hug and then she's supposed to think that he got out day before yesterday right he, yep. he, he come in got out too and so he in an Escalade, he got on nice clothes and she looking like, wait a minute, like he must've came up on something. But immediately, cause she's smart, her antennas go up, but she asked him for a hug. He gave her a church hug. You know, that side that you give, you know, People you don't really care brother, for. Cleophis, brother Cleophis at church who, who be looking at all of the women, you give them that, that little side hug. She, he gave her a side hug. She was like, okay, well maybe, you know, it's been a lot. It's been 10 years. They get in the car. He all the way over here. She all the way over here. I'm like. Mm. That she has to hold his hand. He don't kiss her. He said he normally. Her, no no compassion. No, no compassion. compassion. Right? So he, didn't, he didn't fell out of. I don't know if he's falling out of love. I think he's just filled with so much guilt. And, uh, and so yeah, that is no told, excuse. There is no excuse for his behavior. From no. the, I know how I feel. Out of sight, out of mind. Out of sight, out of mind. And she was out of sight and out of mind because if y'all remember, he didn't even put money on her books. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Ten years she did. For so you. my for at at this point. I was telling Patrice and LaCorey, I'm like, I want to claw his eyes out. <laughs> like this. She kept coming in the chat saying, this book is good. This book I is I was like, good. I want to claw his eyes. That's, that's how good she wrote it because your emotions are high. Like, I felt so bad for her. Like, I just, I felt horrible for her, but I wanted to kick his ass. Like He was a punk. Him. He was a cowardly freaking punk. You right? know what? I was ready to but do but that. You don't talk about KK yet. Hold on. So he has um his father, who's been in his life his entire life. 
I don't know if they stayed in the same home the whole time, but he got his father because he talked to his father and his brother on the way to go pick her up. So he has a brother and a father. Yara doesn't have any family. She ran away from home at 16. And so she doesn't have any family. So his family is her, it's family. her family. And so his right. father is like, you know, you need to tell her. I like KK in the beginning. For like the first mm -hmm. half of the book, I like KK. KK. KK and I think the brother's name was Kasim. They both were against everything that he did. They yeah. went along with it, but they, they, everybody, everybody was, was but everybody was, but nobody said anything. That's what I couldn't get. Everybody, even the niggas in the hood felt that what he did and what he was doing was messed up, but nobody spoke about it. So she had nobody riding for her, not even her kids. Nope. nope. The kids didn't even tell. When so they, they and the kids was going up there to visit her and not saying a word. No, the the it ended up being just meme. Her her okay. oldest daughter, right? Was her see oldest her, daughter. Her, her oldest daughter ended up telling the dad because her she she loved her mom and wanted to go see her because she remembered her and she remembered the love, and she told her dad. It's hard for me to lie because when I go up there, she's asking about you. She's asking about, she's asking everything. And this girl, why should she, she was like, I can't do it. So she stopped going to see her mother on a regular basis and would see her once or twice a year. So yep. she and her, she ain't got nobody. She think he in jail. The kids not coming to see her. The mama not coming to see her, you know, or whatever. But KK was cool because KK was like, you need to do the right thing. You need to tell her what's going on, yada, yada, yada. Charlie, the mama, she's still angry. She was mad at the beginning of the book and she mad now. She's like, you need to tell her. I can't believe, you know, you didn't had us doing this all the time. So everybody is like, you need to tell her. So she gets out of jail. He takes her to Charlie's house, which she thinks is his house. This is where he's staying at since he just got out of jail. Say he sleep on the couch. Couch. And this thing got a five-bedroom house. Okay. Oh, well, wait a minute. And then so the whole time Kamala is calling. So she ends up picking up the phone and she was like, hello. And she was, and she was like, um, let me speak to Kadeem. She was like, his, she said, his wife is home now. This is done. And hang up the phone. And she looked at him, she said, Really? She was like, You've been home one day? Cause she think he just got out. You've been home one day already. My heart was breaking for her. I was like, I was just, oh You would have thought somebody yeah, why would she be calling him and she know that he going to pick her up at the Ben and Jeff. Because she's so insecure. I'm that saying, is my insecure black magic home. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and she controlling. So they so so she so she's just okay like okay so then she keeps calling so she keeps seeing K on the phone K K K keeps calling but anyway so they get to the house they bring her in and there's a surprise you know all of the people because she used to be a hood celebrity celebrity kinda so everybody is happy to see her but immediately like she was like this don't feel like this is our, our party like this if party they, like, if they my used party. to him. Mm -hmm. And then a little girl that her kids come up, her daughter. Oh, no, 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 no. The first thing they do is take her, her mean, he, he, he takes her. So they don't go to have no intimate moment, no hugs or nothing like that. He immediately drops her off to the hair salon. She was like, you stand? He was like, no, I got some business to take care of. She's like, you've been out one day. What business you got? So, you know, he want her to, he want his daughter to get her together, get her some, get her hair done, nails done. Me and is a, um, her dresser. The oldest daughter um, is a hairdresser. Yeah, so she goes 
and takes care of her hair and she take her to the party and everybody says and, and so she rides with her daughter she looking at her daughter she was like you driving a bmw i thought we was broke a like, brand new a brand like, new your daddy ain't putting nothing i mean like no no not your daddy ain't nobody put nothing on my books but we 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 destitute i know that we lost everything ain't nobody put nothing on my books how you driving a bmw she said oh this is old i got this for graduation it was a brand new bmw so, so he don't even come and get her like if you ain't look if i ain't seen my man all day look we get ready to be in each other face real bad we go together okay look sit right here right, right here I came downstairs for this podcast. I'm like, I'll be back up there in an hour. <laughs> Sit your ass right there. Facts. And he, and, and he right couldn't with- even wait with her get, to get her hair done. He got to go take care of some business. Nigga, you ain't seen me and I'm beautiful. You ain't so seen me. What was your first impression of Yora? I like immediately her aura was beautiful. Yes. To tell like she was just. Let's so say she didn't even try to hunch on him. She ain't trying to hunch on her or nothing. Why you been in jail for 10 years? I'm like, look, you remember look. when you was a kid, you did the Oochie Coochie? Like, look. <laughs> look, I'm tired. I hope you ain't so like something. But he didn't, but she felt it. That's why she felt his aura. So she's yeah. like, all right. He's so not, she was not, talking, but he's not being affectionate. Right. But she has no affection. And these people, and then you got chicks already, calling you. She don't know what's going on, but she the type of person who don't go off. She's calculating, like she thinks. She thinks she's things. watching. She's a watcher. She's in the house, and she had, you know, she can't wait to see her kids. And she go in the house. Meme is happy to see her, but that 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 um the high school. The middle one was on the fence. The middle one wasn't really dealing with her. I can't think of her name. What was her name? Ayana. Ayana, yeah, Ayana was the middle one. She, she wasn't, wasn't really good. She she swore up and down. I think was Ayana the one who who the, the youngest one said she didn't remember her. Right, but right. she and still like, loved her though. She didn't give her a hard time, and she the youngest one was had an attitude, and she was about to tell every goddamn thing. She tired. I'm tired of everybody. <laughs> and she just kept looking at her her daddy like you fuck nigga. Right. She was like, she said, I'm over. So she just was like, she was like, I got my own problems. I'm not dealing with this. And so they go through the party and she just looking. So next thing you know, Kadeem is not in the house. He out in the backyard with his friends. And so she just looking out the window, like, what's going on here? Like it just seemed like he real familiar. Yeah, you ain't hugging nobody. She's like, this feel like this is just my party. It don't seem like it's his party. So he go out there and he like she go out there. She's like, what you do, what you doing out here? Nigga, you ain't seen me in 10 years. I'm your real. You're not, right. You're not, not hugging me. You're not touching me. You're not following me around the house. Nothing. You out here smoking a blunt, shooting a breeze with niggas you were supposed to just see. And I felt bad no. for her because it just was no love. It wasn't a lot of no. love either for her. And I was just like, and she And she felt the vibes from everybody. And so when the night is getting ready to end, she thinking, she was like, where did he sleep at? And he was like, he said he sleep on the couch. So she looking around. So she's just like, it don't seem like it. She said, well, I'm going to go and take a bath or whatever. But she said something. Um, she was like, when she was asking her dad where she, where, I mean, asking Kadeem where he lived, um, he said he lived there. He sleep on the couch. But before she went to take her bath, her youngest daughter, the one that needed 
It's like, okay, I'm gonna choke her if she keep on. But her youngest daughter said, Daddy already got a house. He sleep at his house. That's where he sleeps. He sleep at his house. He sleep at like his house. Like she was dropping, she was dropping jewels. I like her little snitching ass. He was she like, was... he sleep at his house, baby. I'm not finna lie to your face. She said, daddy already got a house. Right. And so then she go to take a bath. I felt so bad for her when she was taking a bath. Oh she my God. So bad. Oh my she was God. just like, broke my you heart. can't even she... play it all for a day? No. No, because you know, a, a ninja can't do that. He couldn't do that. He had no respect for her. None. None. And he set out for the day, sleep on the couch for the day. None. But, then, but the thing is, okay, no, how about this? I'm at my mama's house. This is my husband. I just came home. Somebody get out of one of them damn rooms upstairs because that's where we sleeping. How about that? But no, he sleep on the couch. She gonna go sleep with one of her daughters. No, everybody clear the upstairs. I ain't seen my man in 10 years. But no, she upstairs. asked him. She asked him. She was like, so, uh, you know, I'm gonna go and take a bath. I'm gonna come back. Are we going to a hotel or something? It don't have to be fancy. I just want to spend some time with you. Homeboy. <laughs> Yo. She said we could go to the Holiday Inn. <laughs> they, it she was like, I don't care. We can go to the Holiday Inn. She just want to get, you know, reacquainted with her husband. Right. She's talking about maybe tomorrow. We're, we're talking about it later. She, she goes to take a bath and you just think about her prison life. She hadn't had a hot, she said the water been lukewarm for 10 years. She go to clean herself and she was like, she didn't know how bad it was because she never got clean. So she's caked up. Oh my God. Her pubic hair is matted. Oh my God. It just made me think no, of Sherry but from the last, the from, it made of- me think of Sherry from the last book we just read. He was like, how can she was like she was all hairy. He was like, I, no, but that's her. not the worst part of this situation. She get out of she get out of the tub. All right, she's looking for her husband, and his motherfucking ass didn't. He'll be back tomorrow. He come back to take her to breakfast. To take her to breakfast, y'all. Woo, we get breakfast. I did ten years for your ass. You gonna give me breakfast? What, what some waffle house every, it was like every time you turn i just wanted to choke him every at every turn like really you gonna do her like this on the first night that even if you wasn't feeling her as your woman no more just the mother or your children of your children love. how about a woman who was that. not a bad person who been down for 10 years you, I mean, you do them better than that. He treated her like a yeah. dog on the street. Like he was, like she had a disease or whatever. Yeah. So he go home to Kamala and she was like, did you yeah. tell her? And, and then he, Kamala getting on his nerves. He's like, no, yeah. you know, I ain't tell her. He said, she talking about going to hotels. She was like, well, you, you didn't tell her about me. I'm like, Kamala, this ain't about you. First of all, you just got out of jail. That's a lot to drop on somebody on the first day. No, you knew I had a wife when we started this. You knew I had a wife, but like she said, she didn't care. She did not care. She said she's a jailbird in the morning and go back over there. And so then he yoked her up. She was like, where is my money? Like, I want my money. Cause she was just like, obviously something is going on here because this is 
you know, this is crazy. Like he's not catering to me. You know, the kids is not really taken to me because doggone it, you should have been reading them stories and showing them pictures of me every night. Yeah, doggone it. It should have been pictures of me on everybody dresser. For real. We should have been pen pals, all of that. These are my freaking daughters. And she loved them. It wasn't like she was a bad mother before she left. So she tell them she want her money or whatever. He was like, who the, who the, who you think you're talking to and yoked her up? Yep. It's like, so that's what you think needs to happen. And you got Kamala across town uh, in a, uh, in a, in a force. force so she's like, I know you got some money. You pulling up in Escalade. You dressed real nice. You didn't drop me off to get my hair done. I think he got, he got bought her some clothes. All that stuff. She was like, I know you got some money. She a street hood girl. So she no, was like, she was like, where's the money hair? that is due to me? That was give me, her give money. Me my money. Oh. That so was her like, money. You know, then he was like, you know what? To me. I did but, 10 years for your ass, nigga. Where's my fucking where's money? My mo- so I'm then he, he treat her about the money. You know how when you loan somebody $20, when you ask for it back, it's a funky $20. It was like, he said, just a minute. He come and he go, your funky money. Nigga, it wasn't funky what I did 10 years for your ass when I was robbing and killing people for you. But didn't he tell her that he didn't do the 10 years that he's been out for nine years? And then a little girl dropped the jewel. He did because she bossed up after that. She bossed up. She wasn't sitting there crying. And a little girl told her and the little girl was like, you know he engaged, right? And she was just like, what? But but you know what, Yara is a, a G because she kept that to herself. She took that money. So, so she was in the house with them. Okay, so she went and she got, I want to say she got her a car, but she comes back. Uh-uh, she got the look, the mean, mean boyfriend. She got his car first. She was like, let me use your car. Yeah, right. Like, let she me got Reek's car. So I go take some stuff. She went and got her a car. Did she get her apartment? No, yeah, she, she got her no, she didn't get the she apartment. She stayed yet. at her, her, her mother-in-law house that one night. Remember? But okay, so remember when she in. comes back home? Supposedly, he tells her about he tells her that he been out of jail. She think it's for one year, but they heard her scream in the kitchen, and they don't know what he said. So when she found that out, she's pissed and she's hurt, and she come out there and she was just like, "All of y'all knew," and she's thinking yep. it's still just one year. She said, all of y'all knew. And she looked at me. She was like, you come and see me and you ain't tell me. I love this about her. I love that she, um, I love, like, she was real. Like, because in a book world, you're thinking that she going to be like, I still love my daughters. They didn't know. She was real about it. She was like, all of y'all fucking knew. She was like, should y'all and y'all teenagers, you grown, the mother. Look, Charlie. Fuck all of y'all. She was, and so she took her yeah, back. She was like, and she I've, I've, right, I've been writing to y'all. I've been calling y'all. When um her oldest daughter was coming up there, you keep hearing me asking about my husband. I'm pining for this nigga. And I, I sit here and I look stupid. And Charlie like, stupid. it ain't on her. It ain't on her. She was like, screw you, Charlie. She, right. and she said, she picked up her bag and she left. She said, she said, fuck all of y'all. And she It was left. so realistic. It, it was, was realistic. So realistic. Yes. It wasn't yes. like she just broke down and was like, oh, poor me and all that. She was like, Hell no. she, she took her up. money. She bossed up. She got everything that she needed to take care of herself. She went and got her a fucking job. Yeah. Just out the gate, which was she like. She started calling people. She got a cell phone. First of all, she went to DMV and got her driver's license. 
Then she went and copped her a car. Then she went and got her apartment. Then she remember her friend, her her roommate, because it's not cellmate, her roommate pulled her up and got her a job. Like, nigga, please. Yeah, no, no, y'all, I got to tell y'all about Miko. So her mm-hmm. roommate in prison was Miko. Miko has her own book, Miko and Nash. But the thing about it, Miko used to be real cold. She, when I first seen her, it was in the underworld and she was having an affair with the president of the United States. Wow. Shout out to the underworld. If y'all have not read Nako's other books, this is just a little tease for y'all. Some of them- Almost everybody that you hear about in these books, a lot of them have their own books, but Miko and Nash have a book. Yes. Okay. So Miko was her roommate in prison and her and her husband on a record label right mm-hmm. yeah. but mm-hmm. Miko t- but but she goes to Miko she wants to know she needs help because she she went to the lawyer's office and Kamala was there she was like I want to see some stuff about my case Kamala said google it google it that trifling bitch said google it Oh, at this time she don't know that um she is the fiance she just yeah, but she knew no. who she was and she kept saying she looked familiar she looked so familiar but she couldn't pinpoint it because you know she all riled up she's in her feelings you know she's trying to figure out how he get off and i don't and miko like and i'm not accomplished we'll and be Mm-hmm. She so told she her to Google play her. She played her. She played her. She played her. So she like, she looked for me, blah, blah, blah. So she's still bossing up. She was like, I ain't got time to be sad and all that. Let me get my stuff together or whatever. She furnished her apartment, honey. She furnished my her apartment. My bestie is the truth. She was she like. Went, then, she, then she went, and I love that it was realistic. She went to Target. Yeah, her some clothes. Realistic, you know what I mean. She didn't go and you know in the Louis Vuitton yeah. store. She didn't go and get no red bottoms. She went to Target and got the same plaits that I got. Right, but wait, y'all, and then put her money in a bank account. Now tell me she's not a G. You can't tell me she's not a G. And, and you she know what she did? And wallow in her shit. She, she loyal. She didn't call them kids. She didn't call Charlie. Or, or or nothing, and but but guess what? Kadeem go home. And he just like he was like, okay, she gone. He he ain't messing with her, but he did notice. He was like, damn, she been she don't look. They, now now this is the thing we didn't talk about how she looks. She's freaking gorgeous. She's yes. beautiful, and they was like, even oh, though she didn't been in prison all these years, she aged backwards. Her skin was like just velvet, just Flawless. beautiful glowing Glowing. she and her body was still nice she had a body with with kamala when kamala saw her she was no she was in her feelings kamala's sister asked her camille asked her how did she look she was like talk about talk about is she all um bruised up battered um tore up she was like no she was beautiful. She couldn't even beautiful. say a bad thing about her. She was flawless. She okay. flawless. She could look that good. She so, was flawless. So Yara starts working for this record company. She comes in the gate of the record company. Like Miko, Miko was a real one. 
I liked her until the end. Like she was a real one. Yeah, she me too. Her I thought her response was real too. That was, was an honest response. It was, it was. But she put her on. She didn't try to put her down. She wasn't trying nope. to play her. She had an office when she came in there. Yeah. Baby, connections be real. Even if you make them in prison, make them connections. For real. She had her own office, everything. Rondy, I got to tell you, Rhonda in the chat, she said that that Kamala, after she saw how beautiful Rhonda was, I mean, how beautiful Kamala, I mean, how beautiful Yara was, she hit the bottle. She did. She got Yeah, drunk. she was pissy drunk. She was pissy drunk. She was, she was scared from the jump that, because she remembered what Yara looked like before she That's left. Scared. She was scared That's that her husband, I mean, her fiance was going to leave her. from. That's scared, insecure. No matter how much degree, no, you know, all her black girl magic, I went to Harvard and all of that. She had nothing on her. She had nothing on my best friend. Everybody gravitated to her. Her aura was so beautiful, so radiant, that that bitch was blind. She was so blind. Hey! (laughs) So, so she working at this record company. So now her life is beginning at this point. She just said, fuck Kadeem. She bossed up. She got her own shit. She got her and she job. said, I'm going to go back to my kids, but now I need some me time. Not yes. some you, not some we, but some me time. Whoa. <laughs> so she was yes. like, I'm going to get back to my kids, but right now I need a break from them because before yes. I can go and, and be a credit to anybody, I got to sow into me. I got to pour, I got to nourish myself. So she, she got her some cocoa butter. She got she she rubbed it in her skin. She got her got her some blue magic grease, oiled her scalp. Amen. Come on, black girl. Drank some, she look. She drank some orange juice and some milk. She poured into herself. She nourished oh, herself. That's right. That's drank right. some coconut water. And, and she not only that, now she had the motherfucking job running stuff basically. So they didn't put her y'all with her Target clothes on, and she was fly with her Target clothes on with J. We call it J. So she started working at this record label, okay? Miko, her roommate for prison, brings her all the way into the fold. Not like, oh, you just got out of prison, I gave you a job, that's something nice to do. No, she brings her into the Because when they were in jail, Miko saw her light, she saw her talent, and she knew who she was. And, And people who met Yara knew that she was going to be somebody. Like, this. this is not somebody... She don't need you. Like she could use a hand up, but she gonna be something by her. She a bad bitch by herself. Right. She she okay. she she bad all by herself. Talk about my bestie. Talk about my bestie. They brought her to a meeting. Okay, go ahead. They brought her to a meeting. Go ahead, Patrice. So they brought her into a meeting, and she's just sitting there, and she listens to a song, and she started giving advice, and everybody got quiet, and she was like, "Oh, I'm sorry. Did I overstep my bounds?" And they was like, no, what you just said was the realest thing we heard all day. She was like, mix this, master that, turn this around, flip it up, blah, blah, blah. Put this on it. Right. And And see, everybody thought she was, thought that she was so young, but she wasn't. She was oh, in her. She was in her late thirties, going into in her forties. She was in her forties. No, she was thirty nine. She was thirty nine. Thirty nine. She was thirty nine. But everybody thought she was in her twenties and stuff like that. That's why when she sat at the table, she was like, "Well, I'm an old, you know, I'm older. I'm an old soul. You understand? I'm not young. I'm not in my twenties. So 
Right. So, and, and the person she's working with is Marsha. They kind of become cool. But after her first day of work, she did good at her first day of work. So she goes and she's going to go home. She, she been in prison. She don't understand cell phones and Uber and all of that kind of stuff, but she go out and she's waiting. Um, she's waiting I for the daughter she, mean to come pick her up she's waiting yeah her daughter's gonna come so she started slowly talking to them again but she's waiting on her daughter to pick her up and that's when she meets quentin facts can i say his name? quentin mm, daddy quentin papa quentin that daddy of king quentin Okay, did anybody think her and Kadeem? Okay, because we we all know we read love stories around her. We read about romance, honey. We be looking for the magic. So did anybody think her and Kadeem were going to be redeemed before she met Quentin? Like, how this going to be no. a love story? No. I did not think no. so. Never think they was going to get no. back. No. no. Okay. So now enters her love interest. Okay. Say it again. Who is her love interest, Linda? Oh, my God. Quentin. <laughs> Daddy and, but you know what? And she blows Quentin off the first time because he was acting like yeah, because he was rude. He was rude. He didn't see a queen there. He didn't understand. But, he thought she was like one of them who um you know them girls. Those latcher the, the the ones who latch on mm-hmm. go and hang out in the studio, mm-hmm. which is under, mm-hmm. I can see why he thought that. And then she you know she got smart or whatever. But he was like this my you know this my shit. Yeah, I got to write that as this my shit because he was asking her who she was. Right. And he was like, I know you're not no groupie because you, you, you got clothes bitch. on. <laughs> because mm-hmm. she kept calling herself a bitch. He was like, bitch. Because <laughs> <Yeah. a bitch." laughs> I'm that bitch. <laughs> That's that New York shit, though. That's that New York, you know. back with her daughter and stuff like that with her daughters she starts slowly you know talking right. to them Kadeem is living his life but the thing he is to I'm trying to think y'all me. at this point do she know the whole story yet when did she, she find knows. out yeah she yeah. knows because day. remember the youngest one told her that he's engaged she but she did. pushed it to the back of her mind she had but that's she when did. she really yeah, she had other stuff to, to deal with, but as she was sitting in that house by herself, remember, she was sitting there like, yo, okay, I get it. Ten years passed, but damn, he just up and get somebody else. And He said, yeah, like, he said, Dad, daddy got his own house and he engaged. She was uh-huh. like, what? And so, it, and he's just, and, and so I want to say, who did she ask? She went and asked Charlie. And they and then no, the daughter came outside and told her mother. She said, "Look, I'm not gonna do this. They still lying to you. Daddy has been out of jail for ten years and he's engaged." Yeah. And so she asked Charlie. She was like, she asked somebody like, "Is she a lawyer?" And and she got her answer. She was like, "Wow." wow. And remember, she asked her oldest daughter too. Like, and she was like, "Mom, you know." 
she didn't want to get into it like, you know, you need to talk to dad. She's like, yo, all of y'all motherfucking niggas. All, like, all, all of y'all got some shit. So, let's can you talk imagine about that she felt like she was alone in this world? Can y'all imagine how alone that she felt? She she's estranged from her family. She haven't she been gone for ten years, but she wasn't dealing with her family ten years even before that. Since she was fourteen years old, she was fourteen old. years old, and she's thirty nine. I mean, and she thought 39. that this was her family. And she looked at Charlie. All she her, knew was Charlie. All she knew was she, Charlie. She was the maddest mama. at Charlie, and the reason yeah. why she was the maddest at Charlie because number one. You a motherfucking woman, so you get it. KK been dragging your ass through the mud. Decades. The whole time I've been around, so you know. I noticed this, your son, but you know, and you got my fucking kids? And and you you validating this stuff? She had to realize, like she said, she ain't really my mother, though. That's his people's, not mine. Ooh. Yep. So, boom, check it. Let's talk about Yara and Quentin for a minute. Okay, so she meets this guy at the the studio after she done made this huge um discovery of this album, this new artist. His album is blowing up now thanks to her. She's gotten her credit. She's Number one on the album that she helped him with, all that stuff, whatever. So she she finding out a lot about herself and she's trying to get herself together but there are a lot of great things going on in her life that's what happened when you don't dwell on bullshit because she could have sat there and felt sorry for herself and she's struggling and what helps her is her job is traveling with her job and um and she go and so part of how she ends up really connecting with quentin is that she's traveling for work and they figured out how she would be able to travel with her probation and stuff. And so she goes to an event um, and she write, she wrote a song for. Oh, why did she write that song though? Because that's significant. Okay. What happened when she wrote the song? Come on, slow walkers. Yeah. She, he comes <laughs> to her house. He I don't know if we were Okay, hold on, y'all. He comes to her house because now she's not talking to nobody. She she's not feeling nobody. I don't have time for this madness. And he's like, we need to talk. He heard so Kadeem, he Kadeem, Kadeem. I don't like he saying that. He she didn't boss up. Yeah, so he's knocking on her door and he comes inside because he said we need to talk. And she's like, talk about what? Wait a minute, was this after the 14 year old? Was it? No. This wasn't. Because she remember she got mad and she wasn't talking to nobody. She was like, "Y'all let this happen to my baby," and then no, that's why that because when he came, this happens over, before. He wasn't like, "We before. need to talk about this." Yeah, it happens. This this right here, what Glenda's talking about, is before that. Okay, so he knocked on the door. Why did he come to her house then? For no reason. He said, he said they got they need to talk, and she was like, "I've been, I, you know, I've been out. You ain't wanted to talk before now, but now that I'm starting to glow up." You want to have a conversation. Oh, the girl is pregnant. That is right. what they want to talk about. Okay. Right? Okay. okay. So okay. they find out that the 14-year-old daughter, this broke my heart. Oh, just every oh, excuse me. Everything surrounding this just broke my heart. So the daughter, she ended up passing out or something. They took her. Yeah, passing out in the house. They find out she's pregnant. The 14-year-old, the youngest daughter. Okay. I felt so bad. So then but can we talk about that hospital? Why um why Camilla has so much to say? You ain't the mama, bitch. You ain't even come and let them come and stay at your house. That you pissed me off. About 
so much to say, ho. Sit down and shut up. How about I'm irritated with Kamala and her punk ass fiance because the thing is, he didn't really have a relationship with his daughters before Yara got out of jail. But now that Yara is out of jail, now you want to have them come over to your house that they ain't never seen. Now, all of a sudden, you're trying to build relationships and do better. You want to do better yeah. before? What right. what's what's the they tell him to go? <laughs> so, oh. like, they at the hospital, they find out that the baby is pregnant. Everybody is distraught. Charlie feels like she's failed the kids, which she did in a, a little bit, but she was an old, she wasn't supposed to be raising them kids. Not saying that's an excuse, but she wasn't. So she was doing the best she could. The daughter. No, she was lax, honey. She was lax. She was she letting was, them yeah, come. She, like she the didn't have no curfew. Nothing. They didn't even call her grandma, please. So she then at the, the hospital, um, you know, they all trying to figure out what they're going to do. Yorba, like, she getting an abortion, bottom line. That's it. That's no, it. So, so when they when she got better, they went over to Charlie's house and they, she, she, Yara called a meeting. No, and... no, 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 no. But we, we, we skipping her and Kadeem's sex night. She said she was having an abortion at that hospital. That's why he came over there. He needs to talk. Oh, yeah, to talk he to her. Talk this out. Cause you talking about my baby got to get an abortion. I don't want her to get an abortion. Um, so you ain't even raised kids that you have. How you going to have something to say about who getting an abortion? So about these kids you have tried to raise. Right. So you're like, she getting an abortion. That's it. That's the bottom line. So he comes to her house so they can talk about their daughter. Okay, Patrice. And so she comes, you know what? Y'all want me to do it, but Shaquana and Glenda, I refuse to glamorize the sex scene that they had. What I will say, what I will say, it was some good sex, sex, but what I will say is that Yara had been locked up for 10 years. I know they say the way men get out and they need to go bust a nut or whatever, but she's the same. She's a woman. She's horny. She didn't got waxed and all that kind of stuff, and she needed to have a release. I will say but he's the he, one who came on to her. He came on to her and she allowed it to happen, but I refused to glamorize I mean, the sex. sex was hot to me, y'all. I don't it, care. It was but hot, but I couldn't even hot. get her, into it. In her but like I said, her, in and the he chat, was like, like I said in the chat, Shaquana, yeah, it was hot, but I didn't. Yes. I, he was a hot mess. And first of all, how you sleeping with her without a condom and you sleep with old girl? Okay, that's, that's, that's first and foremost. You come on, you come over there to talk about your daughter. He knew what he was coming over there to do. Nigga, please buy what all and, of and that. He book. knew when he when she got out that he was gonna tap that. So the next morning, I love the way Yara handled it because she was out on the deck smoking up. Was she smoking? She was out on the no, deck. She was praying, she was praying and, and asking God for discernment on this situation. If this is real or if it's fake. Soon as the ninja opened up his motherfucking mouth, she said, "Thank you." Because I already know what it is. She said, "I got my, I got my release," and he thinking he was like, "Look, I'm in love with Kamala." She said, "Okay, I know, I know, I know. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna marry her." I, I loved her more and more the whole book, the whole book. Yeah, I, I love that because any other girl would have been up. like. Cause it wasn't over dramatic. It was just like you know he oh, said, and it was real. Camilla, she said, I know. He said, because we love the H E A. We love the happily ever afters. But it wasn't that. It was just real. She was like, I know, and he left. She called a meeting the next day. Everybody, 
Now, they didn't been there with this little 14-year-old for 10 years. Can't nobody figure out how to handle her. But Yara, she didn't been out 15 minutes. She said, we're going to have a meeting. She went over there. She said, this is what's getting ready to happen. She said, you getting an abortion. And she said, you come, you packing your shit. I'm going to give you to tomorrow. You coming and moving with me. That smart Alec talking that you done, that's done. When you refer to me, it will be yes, ma'am, and it will be no, ma'am. And that's you right. don't know who I am because if you keep with that fly shit, I'm going to choke your ass. Oh. How about that? Damn, that's, that's what mama did. And, 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 and Charlie said, I'm glad that she said it because I didn't know how. And then she said, I'm going to call, call, and she said, I'm going to call my daddy. She said, call your punk ass daddy. Oh, Have your shit ready she, to she took her phone. Because she took you her phone. with she me. Said, Give me your phone. Give right. me your phone. She said, what you need with this? You 14. Figure it out like I did when I was 14. Right. Have your stuff ready tomorrow in the morning. You can call whoever you want to call. Have your stuff ready and get smart again. And you're going to find out who I am for real. Mm. But wait, y'all, we missing another meeting. Remember when Kadeem and him was all in the living room and he trying to be the boss and everything? No, and was that was like... like... No, no she, he that wasn't in that meeting because she said, I'm going to call my daddy. And so right. the daddy is... And Charlie uh, was like, um, don't we? Don't you think we need to wait for Kadeem? And she was like, no. He ain't did nothing up until this point. She said he ain't, he ain't tried to raise him before. She was like, wait a minute. She said, no, I ain't waiting on nothing. What, right. what do I need him for? He ain't never done the heat. And then he she no went to work to after this. <laughs> yeah, she what? got on a plane. She got on a plane and left and went to Miami. She said, I'm going to Atlanta. I'll be back in two okay, days. Okay, so this is when oh, yeah, Atlanta. Quentin come back into the, um, you know, like Linda, Glenda say, Quentin comes back into So she go out of town for work. Quentin try to push up on her. And she like, look, uh, no, I ain't got time. Da, da, da. But he ended up telling her like, Holla at me when you let that hurt go. Oh, I'm in love with him after Because that. he broke her down. You know, they went out to eat. And he basically told her everything about herself. And she wasn't ready for that. And that's when she did the bitch thing. She was like, um, hurt bitch, jail bitch, um, <laughs> killing bitch, that bitch. And oh, he was like, he had, he, did all that. he had looked, he had did an investigation on her. Yeah, he and he, and he knew everything about her, about her family, her about, and he still wanted her. About her childhood and everything, he was like, "When you let go, let go of that hurt, then you come, you come and get me." Because I, I don't, you know, he, he basically he said, "I'm not Captain Saberhole. I ain't doing that. I don't have time to repeat." That was you. real too. I, I have too much. Yeah, I'm so I have glad too and they start, they start dating, but he doesn't have sex with her immediately they just get to know each other um <laughs> and they talk and i can't remember when they actually uh -uh, had sex they stopped talking for a while and she oh, was yeah, like okay she, she, was heavy working. she was heavy working and stuff right so then they ended up hooking back up and then and they went out on their first date. They went out on their first date and stuff like that. And she was trying to have sex with him and he was like she he said well i don't want to get married again but he said i hadn't i haven't had sex in two years that's when she had to come clean and say that she had had sex and he said was it with kadeem 
and she was honest. She said, we can't start this off with dishonesty. And she said, yes. And he 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 kind of stepped back for a minute. He was just like, wow. No, he was pissed. He was pissed because he he's thinking that he was going to get that 10 year. year you he know, wanted to knock the cobwebs off. Right. And then she was like, oh, but you, I seen you um, with all the girls. And he was like, but I was sitting there thinking about you. When he said that, that touched my heart. And then, um, such a grown oh, man. Like, he was a grown up. Everything he about was like him. a toddler. And he was everything like, about him was grown man. The way so, he you know, spoke to her, he spoke life to her. You know, he, he, he was prayed with her. Oh, and for her. And he was very straight with her. Like, listen, I don't have time to deal with broken, you know, people. Like, I have so much going on. Like, you need to get yourself together because I'm His a different type of man. His was very for, um, forefront. And that was another that thing is, I liked. Yeah. It wasn't like she was just like, okay, I'm finna start being a Christian again. She was like, I got church hurt, baby. Yeah. All that shit you talking about. Your room was just a real one. Just but so they end up coming because I want to speed it up a little bit because okay. it's 10 03. But they end up coming together and he came to the studio and they end up talking. And you thought it was going to be a beautiful scene where they have sex in the bed and all that. But she, he came in and they ended up having sex in the studio. And she, she was like, her in that outfit? He said, No, no, wait. I remember he said he wasn't having sex with It was his wife. And he said no. He and, knew. He said, and he told he her though, once we funny. do this, it's it's forever. Yeah, nobody yeah. else can touch you. Nobody else can touch you. It's it's forever. And and Kadeem he turned her around, slid down that, told her take he was taking off that skirt, pulling down those panties, like, come on with it, daddy. I'm ready. And he's 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 he split that that wide open. And I don't think it was no condoms involved. He was like, he hit no, that wrong. Yeah, no, so I all that to say the next mm-hmm. thing that happens is well, the next thing I, that I'm thinking we should talk about is her daughter is graduating from high school. Her daughter's graduating from high school. And so at this point, they go to the graduation. Kamala comes. Kamala is hurt at this graduation because when Yara come, she thought she saw, she had on a Target outfit when she saw her at at, at her job. But when Yara came through, she came, what they say, when I walked through, she she came through. And and she brought her man. And her man he Quentin Brooks, but he's facts. So he's famous. So everybody's like, hey, who is that? Kamala and Kadeem could not stop looking. Kamala, so look, Kamala's so bold. She asked his, she asked Kadeem's brother, like, how they you like she asking, like, what's up with that? So but no. at the same time, just do the graduation. He wasn't at the graduation, he was at the reception. The graduation, everybody hugging her, kissing her. Oh, how they know her? How they know her? Right. How they know her? That's the whole time she kept saying so, so jealous. At the graduation, Kamala is jealous. And then Giselle is there. Giselle has a book too. And I think what people, what they don't say, but Giselle only has one leg. But you don't learn this in this book. Giselle had an accident and she only has one leg. 
That's yes. why she has that clothing line. That's why for, okay. for people with special needs. Giselle has a book okay, and she okay. and she only has one leg. But anyway, that's beside the point. But she, because her husband appeared to be affected by what happened to Yara so much, it made her draw to her as well. Her and husband so she, is Kadeem's brother. Is Kadeem's brother. And so she supported her while she was in jail. Meanwhile, Kamala, me mugging, like everybody hugging her, like this is about her. And so she right. And so she asking questions. They don't call and, me sister. They don't, yeah, they don't sister. hug me like that. And so she yeah, was like, she asking questions and Charlie was like, he need to get her. But Kadeem felt like she was out of line. But the same question she was asking, he wanted answers to as well. Mm -hmm. So they, so, so they, they wrap this up. Kamala is jealous. But the next day, Kamala, Yara felt like Kamala hijacked her daughter's graduation. Her yeah. daughter, I felt like is kind of hurtful. She's not a the nice. She's not a nice person. But I could understand that she had that stage in her life. You know how kids be at that age, 15, 16 years old. They don't care about nobody, but they still. He said, "I don't need you." No, it wasn't like that. I, I feel like Kamala was everything that she wanted to be. She wanted to go to elite school. She wanted to live that lifestyle. And, and Kamala represented was, everything she, she wanted. Out of jail, right? My mother just came out of jail. My mother was a hustler, like. You know, I don't want to be like that. Mm -hmm. so, and so she, so she, she gravitated and Kamala hosts her party. And so when they come in, it's absolutely beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, the, the, the day after her graduation, it's a brunch, the food, all of that is good. And Yara comes with, <sighs> with, with Quentin, with Quentin. I know. And they I look know. absolutely beautiful together. And Kadeem, I think that's when his heart goes like, like I got him fucked up. <laughs> I think I still love her. She just she just said all over, and so that that's that's when he decides that they you know that that he he's he looked he's like wait a minute now she didn't glow it up. So they come in and everybody's looking, and then Yara is just happy. She's you know she's got her daughter. I think is is I think it's this time. Or is it yeah, she has her youngest daughter now. She has, you know, she and everything is going. Oh, the graduation party, the 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 day the after brunch. She does. Um, Camilla does a video of you know, like you know how you do the video with the baby, you know, growing up and over the years and the mm -hmm. family and all that stuff. She does this video, and Yara is nowhere in the video, and it really breaks her heart. And I just felt like that was just so low fucking down. Like you, they was both already oh, low down, God. but it was like they just kept trying to outdo they low down. But it's like Kamala, what did she ever do to you? This woman been gone for ten years. She didn't do nothing. Yes. She didn't take her. You are engaged to her husband. She lived. That's what happened. And her favorite line, and that, and this was, I, I just wanted to punch her on her throat again at this point when she was like, "What picture? She was in jail. She was in jail. I can't get a picture of her in jail. She was in jail." I wanted to say, "Yo, <laughs> if you are secure and you're, then it don't matter what pictures you show. This is my man, my man, my man." He's not going anywhere. Right. I'm secure. I'm not worried about nobody. Jail bitch, bad bitch, murder bitch. I'm not worried about none of them bitches. Okay. She didn't have no black girl magic. She had no magic. She was full of shit. <laughs> she was full oh of God. shit. I didn't so see no fucking In a minute. Okay, so boom. So you're okay. So now Kadeem, okay, 
And now I didn't feel bad for Kamala, but I kind of did. Now he's starting to rethink his life. He's like, I didn't fucked up. I don't, you know, he still loved Camilla, but he having some some reservations and stuff. He started doing wild shit. He, he was like, all oh, she talking about this wedding. She ain't thinking about all of this stuff. But in the meantime, his daughter goes to school, speeding up. His daughter goes away. We ain't gonna talk about that. It's a few okay. things we're not gonna talk about because it's, it's, it's for one. I mean, no, no, we'll have to talk about what happened, but that's part of what makes him see his daughter. I mean, see his, he see Kamala is like, I've been through a lot. Stuff is going on with my kids. Yeah. You my know, my life change. And you just act like you don't freaking care. Mm-hmm. she's insensitive it's all about her right and he said that he was but like she gives really like a little bit of background on why she might be the way that she is not that it's right but just kind of some insight on how she grew up and made her like kind of tough and hard but just a smidge <laughs> of compassion boo. just a smidge of, a smidge of- oh, ew. Yeah. so kadeem is starting to rethink his life he's starting to treat camilla like shit Meanwhile, on the other side of town, Yorin got her whole life together. She is a record executive now. She is a she just she got her man. This man is blowing her Speak back. On it. Speak day. on it. Speak on it, He is praying for her like they said. He buying her, showering her with gifts. And- but remember what Kadeem said to remember what what Quinn said to Kadeem. He was like, you know, yo, you 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 know, she ain't about all that gifts and shit. He said she she rather have my time. He said, but you know what? Every time you see her, you gonna freeze from now on. She gonna be drip necklaces, earrings, watches, all of that. Like every time you see her, she gonna be bossed up from now on. Cause he told him, cause Quentin, I mean, no, Kadeem told him, you try to buy my daughters and all of that kind of stuff, flying them out. Everything. Everything I did, I taught her. And he was like, private. Kadeem, like, y'all flew what? He was like, I, I, he said, I exposed her to everything. You can't show her nothing that I ain't gave her. He was like, oh, he, he said, but the thing is, what you don't understand is everything you did for her was nothing in her name. He said, I'm talking pink slips, house in her name, car in her name, the jewels are hers, property. He said, I'm oh, going to show, show you how to boss somebody up. Royalty. 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 songs and all that stuff. So good enough. Be- what you say? What you say? What word did you say? Loyalty. I'm going to be a loyal nigga. Not <laughs> you. Not your kind. Not your kind. Not so your kind. Obviously, you yeah. not that. Right. No. So she got this man over here. One thing about this book, if you haven't read it, read it. I love the self-discovery. All the things that she oh. discovered about how she sold herself short throughout their marriage. She did a lot of things for him. Now looking back on it, it was like, he didn't give a damn about me. Um, Learning you know, about self-love. She went to therapy too, y'all. She went to a therapist, you know, to kind of work out some of the things that she was dealing with. She was abused, beat up in prison. That was just heartbreaking too. Oh. She just, she's been through a lot. but she had a lot of self-discovery when you working on yourself and you really trying to figure out what's going on like why did I do this you know how I end up in jail for 10 years she she came up with all of that stuff and made amends with all of that and made peace with all of that and Quentin had a little bit she did it for herself but when you got somebody who got your back like that where you supported her and he helped her and he prayed her through it 
right where you can kind of just kind of chill a little bit and kind of really get yourself together it, some magical shit can happen and it was happening for her and i was so happy for her meanwhile kadeem is over here losing his mind he treating camilla bad he not coming home he talking to her crazy he drinking he smoking smoking he losing his mind he getting he his karma basically mm -hmm. he ended up killing one of his best friends their middle daughter so the youngest one got pregnant the oldest one we can't really talk about me but she got a boyfriend and you know she dealing with some stuff the middle one goes away to college and gets raped while she's there because she was a little bit naive um and that was messed up she was a little bit naive and from that because um he not really in his might mind. He probably moving real crazy and reckless right now. Kadeem ends up, is it anything? Cause I'm finna kind of end this a little bit. I do want to speak to one thing that I thought was beautiful and it just made my heart smile. Mm -hmm. On Yara's birthday, he brought her, uh, um, Quentin brought her daughters over and he surprised her on her birthday. She was asleep. Cause the thing was, the thing that she would do is she got her sleep. And so they woke her up. She was fussing because she hearing this stuff. She come out. She's like, what's going on? He had the room filled with gifts. He had jewelry, purses, um, shoes, clothes, fur coat, all of this stuff. And she had perfume, all that. She was like, you didn't have to do this. She opening up gifts. And they was, and her daughter's like, this is enough stuff for all of us. And he said, I want you to come out, to get dressed, come outside because it's more. She was like, no, you can't do no more. He said, baby, I got some more for you. And so he, she go get dressed on her little little jogging suit and some tennis shoes. He take her in a car. She's like, where is we going? He took her to her own house. What did she say to him? She was like, if you really want to show me something, buy me a townhouse. Yeah, don't buy me. Don't, don't buy, buy me jewelry. Buy me don't a townhouse and buy me a, a truck. A car. And so he, she pulled up. And so as soon as they started pulling up to it, she started crying. She was like, no. And her daughters don't know this conversation that they had. And then he passes her the garage door opener and push the button and her brand new like Maserati truck or something is in there. This, this, and she this was like, hey, I'm this, me too, me too. <laughs> but wanna know what? When, he, when she went to go and get her gifts, this is the beauty in her. She wasn't even looking at the presents. She was looking at the the letters that he wrote her. And they was like, That's you can look and was... read them letters later. But that, but the, her her love language was mm -hmm. affirmations, right? Oh, so that yeah, was they her love languages. A lot about love languages. That was they the did way. talk about that a lot. So then now you could take it, Shaquana, to towards the end. Another now, thing that happened that. before we get to the end was Kadeem called her one night. Now she at home. Oh yeah, she at home with her man, and he want to call and cry. And talking about how he missed her and you don't I love her no more. Up. I think I messed up. Sir, sir, go get Camilla, whatever her name is. Go and get Camel Toe. For real. Go get her Fake and magic. leave me alone. Then Quinn came in there and was like, who was that? And she told him. I was like, yes, Lord. But she said they don't keep no secrets. No but secrets. on the other end, Kamala came in the room while he was talking. He in a he in a guest bedroom whispering, "Look, I still love like the street, like the street rat he is, Wait. and the fuck boy he is." So basically, Yara and Quinn is living happily ever after. But one thing I will say is their relationship was never perfect. They had beautiful moments. 
They talked a lot, but they fought some throughout. It was still some things that they had to figure out their faith, religion. He took her to church. She cried. Oh my God, it was so beautiful. Yeah, this was such a good book. Anywho, so they live in their best life over there. Um, Kadeem is treating Kamala so bad. Her sister came over there and was like, Look, her bitch, <laughs> you need to run. <laughs> intervention the friends was like look we can tell this is not gonna end in your favor okay you need to get up out of here that's one thing i can say about kevila baby she ran for the hills and okay? you know what she oh. went he was gone she went and packed her stuff had his daughter help her put it in the house so he come home drunk he ready to get he ready to bust one and his daughter was like she's gone he was like, what do you mean she gone? Where she, where she go to? He was like, oh no, I helped her load her things into the car. Exactly. Like, she's gone. My favorite part, the daughter was like, why do I have to always tell people they problems? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your ring is over there on the counter, on the granite t- top counter. Your ring is over there. He was like, and what? If, but he was that upset. Wasn't bad enough, if that wasn't bad enough, I would have left him too if I was Kamala. I Patrice, because you told me like, oh, she ended up doing him dirty. I thought she left him just like high and dry. No, he was treating her horribly. He, he treated, he treated her. I mean, yeah, he treated her bad, but he was going through something and we didn't know. Like he was really like he was being haunted. I mean, and his friend, like he was just going through friend, something. And friend, so friend. she and he didn't like the same like, way. Was, the same way you go in is the same way you're gonna go out, friends. Like, come on, let's be honest. Let's be honest. She she got what she deserved. No wedding, no man. And he got what he deserved. Okay? So let's be honest. You started off with bullshit and it ended in bullshit. Right. On blank period. He went, like I said, he was starting to kind of lose his mind a little bit and all of that. And he um ended up going and killing the guy who raped his daughter at the college. And he was probably moving sloppily. It was four. So he was probably moving sloppily and getting caught and going to jail, y'all, for prison fucking years. Prison. Prison. 40 years. So Yara Yara didn't do him like he did her. She went to the jail. Yep. She went to the jail. And she probably gonna keep some money on his books. I could see let, her doing Let Charlie that. do that. Yeah, ain't got we didn't even get a chance to talk about Charlie and KK. Just know I started off the conversation that KK is everybody's problem. He was everybody's problem. I think he calls Charlie harder to, to go back because she was broken hearted. Broken hearted. He wasn't there for them kids the way he was supposed to be and raised them to be me. He's chilling right now with his young girlfriend. Right. Now he got him a young girlfriend over here. He done left Charlie with a broken heart, son in jail. Everything is KK fault. That's the end of the show. (laughs) But But he went to jail for 40 years and she went and seen him. She was bossed up when she seen him. And I don't think she quite got what she wanted out that visit. But she asked him, this was the key question she asked. Is she the reason? Is she the reason? Is she the reason that you, like me and you was like this, at least I thought, is she the reason that you did all of this to me? And he said, I know you're not going to believe me, 
but I didn't meet her until after I got out of jail. What y'all say? Do y'all believe him? I'm going to say that I believe him, and they was never like that. They was never like He used her. Mm -hmm. If you you go back and you see her, you know, when she does the glimpses of their relationship, they was never like that. Mm -hmm. She was a great shooter. She was smart. You understand? She watched people. Like, he used her. They made money. And she said that. We were good making money. We were good being stick-up kids together. We And, and Yara after, is a killer yeah. for real. After she, yeah. after she got her first kill, she was horny. Yara ain't no it, joke. But to, to end the story off, <laughs> y'all want to know how, how boss Quentin is? Because the man is the leader of the home and don't nothing move without him. Now, I may do all of this stuff I want to do, but don't shit move without my husband. They pay for his lawyer fees. If Quentin wasn't with it, it wouldn't have happened. That's I'm why a, I said he probably would have right still there. put some money on his book and looked out for him or whatever. But this was a it's like you're gonna have to see time. me so 40 years. It was a lot of other stuff that happened. So if you did not read it, because the oldest daughter kind of got like a little storyline in here too. And that was messed up when she saw that girl pregnant at the club. But, it wasn't messed up because her mama tore her right. Her mother said something to her that resonated with her. Mm-hmm. Yep, you're right. Yeah. You gotta love Tara. yourself more. She did her thing. Yeah. I'm, I loved her character in this book. But Nako so. did this, and you can visit some of the other. There she now she got like a nine, 12 book series. It's the underworld, and all of these different people, even it's so many people in this book that was referenced. Um, they referenced uh Miko's best friend. Um, her name they say MJ MJ has a book um, all of these people Nash and Miko have a book Giselle has a book Nash has an area it, like it, there's a lot of her stories all intersect kind of like the LB universe but um, she's got some other she's got two series that's really dope um, one is like the the connects wife or the wife, the, the yeah, the connect, uh, wife of the connect, or something like that, and then the underworld series. But she got some pretty dope books, and um, and I don't know, they always kind of have this. this it, it goes on the theme of like the woman, and it, it ain't always happily ever after in her mm-hmm. books. And I think that that's what's real about it. But yeah, this was a good read, and it had us going. And just so y'all so- know. The Black Girl Book Club podcast and NACO is going to be doing a collaboration. So stay tuned for that. If you are not in the Black Girl Book Club podcast community, you need to get in there because that is where this collaboration is going to happen. We will give you guys more details later on, but we are doing a collaboration with her and it's going to be really, really nice. So stay tuned yeah. for that. Next this week, was my first read with her and won't be my last. Um, thank you so much for coming on. I knew this was gonna be good, girl. This was so good, Glenda. You, you, you're a natural podcast host, honey. Come on, <laughs> we might have to add you to the thing. Um, but yeah, next week we are talking about we're talking, we're gonna have Mo Flames on, and yeah. 